What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 16 of Geekscape. For the next 45 minutes to an hour, we're going to be bringing you the latest news and reviews in the world of movies, video games, and comics. Isn't that right? That's right. I'm joined uh, today. Introduce yourselves, guys. Hi, I'm Jenny Wyrick. David Presley. David's the director. You're one of the stars of Ninja Cheerleaders, which you guys know if you visit Geekscape.net, because we'll put the trailer up in the news section, and everybody pretty much freaked out on it. And uh, I contacted you, David, and said, I, I have to have you guys on the show to talk about the movie because it's such a perfect example of what it is to be like a, like a geek film, you know? Like right. A cult film. Ninja Cheerleaders. Like, what else do we want in a movie? Nothing much. We brought along Gilmore because he's, <laughs> he's a creep. What can I and, say? He's uh, a what? Big time creep. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, <laughs> and I said, uh, dude, uh, he said, hey, who's the guest on, on the show this week? I said, uh, the girls from Ninja Cheerleader and the director. And he goes... Oh, um, can I come to that? Yeah. And uh, here he is. He's going to throw down a little bit. But um, real quick, let's get business done. Mm -hmm. We have a sponsor on Geekscape. What's their name? It's called uh, NetRiver.net. And uh, NetRiver has a brand new website. And to celebrate, we're throwing a contest to give away a year's worth of free shared hosting. Now, all you have to do to make a NetRiver ad is to include these four facts. Fun and knowledgeable staff... (laughs) The best prices oh, on come the on. Okay, that's Do you love that I read right. that part? <laughs> listen, uh, listen. That's so good. All you, gotta, all you gotta do is include these four facts in your Net River ad. Uh, it can be a cartoon, it can be uh, a comedy, it can be whatever you want. Fun and knowledgeable staff, the best prices on dedicated servers and VPS, rock bottom prices on any shared hosting, and $1.95 domain names with your shared hosting. Uh, as always, include the promotional code Gilmore, and you get 10 per, uh, 10% off your hosting plan. That's so good. Yeah. How's that working? Uh, It's working pretty well. I kind of like it. I've gotten uh, a lot of uh, love letters from the people at NetRiver. So that sounds like a good deal. So clothing's optional then. Right. (laughs) That isn't right? Yeah. Totally 10% off for throwing this jerk's name into the uh, promotional code slot. God, I hate What picture are we going to have now on this week, do you think? You know what? Somebody posted some really funny pictures of you on the forum. Those are ridiculous pictures. Uh, You you know, Gilmore 2 was a thespian at one point. Oh, yeah, I was. I was a movie extra for a whole year. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, what? What else are you looking for? Did a high school play. And That's why'd you I stop? Got. Why'd you stop? Um, why'd I stop? Because uh, I found a lucrative job in food delivery, uh, which uh, helped me a lot. <laughs> and, it's a growth uh, I industry. Was, I was, I know. It's, yeah. it, it is a growing one. You found a job in a growth industry, in a parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I, was, uh, I was just focusing on school. It's kind of not doing much. So, uh, we went to see a movie. We did. Blades of Glory. This one started. Oh, uh, how is that? Will Ferrell and John Heater <laughs> as... Not today, right? Yeah, they're opposing... I saw 300 last They're time. opposing uh, figure skaters who get tossed out of figure skating in singles because they start punching each other. Um, <laughs> they then want to make a comeback by joining forces and being a doubles team. Nah. And... Uh, and they're a ragtag team because one guy's a super macho, just ridiculously just masculine sex addict played by Will Ferrell, and the other guy is a really girly, quasi-gay, um, just sort of girly man kind of a, played by uh, a Gilmore? John Heater. Kind of kind a Gilmore. Gilmore. Thank you very much. Uh, played by John Heater. And uh, John, how'd you like the movie? I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. You've got to go see it, regardless of whatever I, the hell he's about to tell no, you. No, I do want to see it. But wait, while we're talking about movies, I have to ask. I went and saw 300 last night, and a friend of mine said that all of their the abs were computer graphic 
generated, and I'm watching and the film the whole time going. And that is the biggest news about 300. Is, that is it really? Are those all fake? That's so I funny. Don't know. I, does, See, I don't, I don't know. know whether they're fake or not, but every girl that has like not even talked to me for a while has like contacted <laughs> yeah. me which is, which is a big yeah. majority. Which is, the, yeah, which is about 98 percent of them, and they've contacted me. Oh my god, you like comics? Did you see 300? Oh, that's <laughs> so good. And it's mostly just because of all the guys with just the ripped, perfect abs. Well, it's and even the older the guys that are maybe in their 70s. Have, yeah, yeah, maybe not that's 70s, pretty. I mean, <laughs> those guys are pretty built though. Yeah. But what'd you think of the movie? I liked it. I liked it after I can definitely. Because the abs. It's a because the abs. Yeah, it was the abs. Um, it was the, the app campaign. You know what? I saw it in IMAX though, and I was second row, going like this. The ab was like a side, so like the I size of her body. The yeah, the ab is like one of me. You could climb the abs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> David, you actually had a really interesting perspective before we started taping on three hundred. Well, they didn't. In my humble opinion, they didn't go into the history of Spartan society enough, which is the the real interesting thing of the Spartans. Yeah, we're shooting uh, in our buddy's house, David, and he's got all this. Uh, how do you describe some of the stuff you got in your house? Books. Uh, books. Yeah, books. Uh, <laughs> I only read comics, but, but you've also got... Um, I've got comics, too. Yeah, you've also you got... See we'll, we'll get to comics. We'll get to those. We'll well, but you've, you've also you got a lot go of... Uh, I think I do. You want to go there? We will go I'll there. pull out all the indie no, old no. stuff. <laughs> but I, I don't I do not do with this mainstream Marvel kind of stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, really? I, I, I pulled some stuff out you never even heard of. I, <laughs> I'll educate you kids. So the education is coming, but, but uh, That's you're a big history buff. I am. And you were telling us that Spartan society in this movie just wasn't reflected. Well, I don't think they didn't ignore it. I think the, the probably because of marketing, which is, is understandable, didn't want to go into it because uh, Spartan society, by today's definition, is gay. Uh, I don't think the term reflects Spartan society because the word gay didn't mean what it means today then. It was just a different way of, of way a society worked. The love between a man and a woman and a man and a man was just perceived completely differently. And that, to me, is the interesting thing about Spartan society. It, it doesn't reflect anything that exists on the planet today. And it's just amazing that it worked for so long and obviously worked. They didn't touch on it at all. You know, it just... The movie was pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's terrible. Brad is, Brad just said the movie really was hard pretty on gay. Film. Um, <laughs> Graham, how dare you? You're trying to be a little more sensitive. Like Gilmore. Uh, so Blades of Glory, what did you think? I actually really enjoyed the movie. It's Why'd home. you like it, though? Uh, I just thought it was funny as hell but, well, throughout well, the whole thing. The, but the first parts had so many failed jokes that were just like... Not oh, for me, buddy. You see those. Yeah, but let me interject here. And I think, yeah. I think this is a common thing with comedies is that, that when you get an actor like Will Ferrell or an Adam Sandler or, or anybody like that, you know, you're, you're going to see it for that actor, for the character that mm-hmm. actor creates. And, right. and I'll be the first one to jump up. Anything Will Ferrell is in, I want to see. Right. He is just funny. I'm totally, and, I'm totally and, on board with that. Because, but and you kind of, you kind of like say, well, the story, this, that, whatever, didn't work. Doesn't matter. I was there to see Will Ferrell be Will Ferrell, and mm-hmm. that was worth it. But so, after seeing that movie, I realized the script totally sucked. And if it, they didn't have the ridiculously great cast that they did have, it wouldn't have been as good at all. If they didn't have Will, if they didn't have Will, if they didn't have Will Ferrell. Will Arnett's in it. Oh, Amy yeah. Poehler's in it. They made their characters. The characters would not have been as good. Craig T. Nelson. That. His existence was just hilarious in that movie. Uh, what's the, the girl from the girl from the office? Uh, Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher. Oh, she's in my top ten. Jenna Fisher. In, in John Heater. Oh, really? I know. People I are always oh, pe- people ask me about. One? Yeah, I've seen the British one. I like it. People are asking me. Have you seen the? Uh, oh, yeah, oh, look at Gilmore. Gilmore, you're just taking over. People are asking you. But do you see the office? What do you think of the office? I like the British version a lot better. Why am I here? More? Yeah. Well, my family's half British. Why am I here? Half my family British. So I. Oh, okay. I like the British humor a little more than okay, that's good the little brow American Bye. humor. 
Come and on so, over here, Gilmore. Oh, yeah. See, most women <laughs> want me closer to them after spending a few minutes with me. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, you, you like The Office? It's pretty good. So, it had Jenna Fisher and uh, who else did it have? John? John was John was, in the, John was in the middle of telling me why he liked the movie. He did not have any points, so he left. I did have points. No. What, what were your points? Come on. No. Come, Come on. Bring it. Come back to Bring us. Bring it. Come on. We love you. Oh! Watch the leather. on us. Um, no, you know how some comedies get really uh, dull in between the big set pieces? Yes. Especially uh, the last two Will Ferrell's. This one, I didn't think, had that. I, I felt like Talladega Night, somewhere towards the end of the second act, had a lot of slow parts. Yeah, totally. Uh, this one I didn't feel had any of that. I was That's... completely invested in this rivalry between the two of them. Yeah, they okay. Worked I'll see that. And the tiny little pieces between the set pieces worked for me. Right. The training. Okay. The uh, the training montage. The complications that they get thrown mm-hmm. by, by the opposing team. All right. Each of those things worked for me. Mm-hmm. None of them were boring or lame. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes in an Adams in like a, an Austin Powers movie, you don't feel it. Really. Whoa, 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 what did you guys I mean, they had, it's the dog hair. Angerman's good. I thought I think I thought Anchorman's it relied. One of those movies that you have to maybe see a couple times before you actually think. Uh, it's good. You have to see it in a big group. I what think it really right? also kind of depends. You want to switch, 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 switch it up? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Anchorman kind of kind of comes to the same thing where where the overall story is not really there, and you're just you're paying the money just to see Will Ferrell be Will yeah. Ferrell, and okay. Will, once like again that. it comes up with some funny funny things in the movie. It almost relies too much on being random. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. This yeah. one I didn't think relied completely on being random. Will Ferrell was definitely the best part of the movie, though. I feel I'll like every that. joke. I just saw Stranger in Than with Fiction film. with him too. Oh, awesome. so I wanted good. to hug him. The whole yeah, well, that's just a good script and just good writing in general. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So really you did that. not like this movie? You, you despised? I didn't despise. I didn't despise it. I just didn't think it was very great. I'm like, eh. Did I wouldn't, take I wouldn't recommend seeing it. That's I did. I did. That will affect you on every single movie. But usually when I'm with a girl, I'm in a better mood. I'm in a better mood. Wait, I want to go back to that. Why so? Will it affect you? Well, there's. There's, oh, there's the finally movie. got a female perspective no, on the show. You're making out. Yeah, there, no. there, there's the movie that you see completely unrelated to your current situation. You go into a movie and you're you're in it. Right. Then there's the self-conscious movie going experience <laughs> where you're sitting there next to somebody and you don't know where it's going to go. Right. And you're more involved in that whole. And deal. you're kind of distracted. You're completely that distracted, and you can't really you? focus. Does that work? Yeah. You know, is my explanation for. Well, the two different. So movies. you're not yeah, as comfortable. Yeah, when you go on a date, like first date, mm-hmm. and you're sitting next. Yeah, you're kind of thinking. There's thing but do you think that personally, you tend thing? do you tend to laugh more or less when you're with someone when you're on a date and you go see a comedy? Because I don't think I think I laugh you? the same. Okay, you're with me. Laughing. <laughs> yeah. I, but if it's you a actually movie, laugh you get like lost a girl. In the movie, then you <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but which brings up my point is why I think taking a date to a movie is probably the worst choice. Because you can't talk. You can't talk. Right. It's not a place to take a date. Huh. What's a, it's, what, a, it's a place to take the girl you've been going out with for a long time, and then you're just tired of talking about. to her, yeah. Yeah. and you're just like, let's go out, baby, and, and you go to the The girl movie. I know, we, did, that, we have been friends for like three years. Yeah, so all you guys, if that's where you're taking your girl, that's what's going on. That's yeah. not true. So, so you want to take, take a date somewhere? You ask where to take a date. Where would you take a date? Where do you take your dates? Well, a restaurant to begin with, a nice restaurant, but then, you know, you got to be creative. That's the whole whole thing with romance that that most men just don't get. you got to put some effort into it. You know they're all taking notes right now. I know. know, Take notes. Take notes. You do have to be cute, but beware, beware of uh, doing something that I did once, which was taking someone out on something that I usually wouldn't do. A jet ski. Yeah, and like... Just, I mean, I'm not really much of a dancer. I know I have the, <laughs> I know I have the body, but I'm usually not much of like a yeah. And we went 
And uh, once I, uh, one of the first places I met some girl was uh, this place called Club Bang. Which is <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Club BJ. Bang I totally blew out your ears. <laughs> yeah, sorry, audio listeners. And uh, Club Bang is this club that has three separate rooms: a, a hip hop room, a rock, <laughs> a rock room, and like an indie pop, like modern room. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Have you been to Bang? No, I have haven't. You banged? It sounds great. Have you it banged like, it up? It sounds like Spartan society. <laughs> All you Spartans out there in history buffs, I'm kidding. All you Spartans and history buffs, or Spartan history buffs. Um, anyway, so we went there and we danced, right? And like, and we had a good time. You know? now, she was it? a little tossed. Oh, I see what? Again. No, I, we we like we like you know we, we got it on. Work it. And I just I'm not. I don't usually do. Like I spend most of my time like either walking around, <laughs> sitting down, watching movies, or reading comics. And so taking this girl out to um Club to, to Club Bang. Um, which just sounds like kind of like a creepy place to invite someone. What did hey, you she want say to go to Club Bang with me? <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, we went dancing and it was just, we had a lot of fun, but then from there on out, it was just kind of like, ugh, things yeah, that were more boring. That was a bad choice. Yeah, that, was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah. that was all in all. Really so go, do something creative and cute. Like, what yeah. was that? If you're gonna take a girl on a date, take her somewhere that you generally yeah, let me like. Give you some tips okay, your, like, so be careful. Snap. Don't don't explore yeah. and be cute, but don't go outside yourself. Be Have your, it reflect be you. Yourself, yeah, learn most important thing. Yeah, learn be from yourself. me. Learn from me. Do not go to Club Bang. <laughs> you got the Getty here. Great place. Yeah. You got the Griffith Observatory. Great place. Trip out to the desert for some stargazing. Great place. Ooh. Don't look at me, dude. That's pretty good. Huntington oh. Gardens for yeah. a weekend. Great. David's place. been working on this for a this while. This is good. I hope you guys are writing this down. I'm going to go back. I'm going to write this down. I take my I'll give you the, the coup de gras here. <laughs> go out to right. San Bernardino. There's a valley where they launch hot air balloons. You can rent a hot air balloon at sunrise in an oversized basket, and they serve you champagne brunch as the sun's coming up oh. in a hot air balloon. No, Damn. I think most girls would really like that. Really? Most girls would like get up at four in the morning. I'll be there. Jenny, what's your worst date ever? Ooh. My worst date. I don't know. Honestly, I don't think I've ever had a horror story bad date. I've never really been a dater. Really? <laughs> I'm All a serial relationship straight, girl. Straight to marriage. Yeah, that, that, that's my thing too. Uh, you say I, hi to me, we're dating. Yeah. <laughs> I date like once between relationships. I go on like one date and then the second date is always the... That's like, what okay, I wait. I did have a bad date once. This was back in high school. Nice. And I, I remember it being really uncomfortable and not wanting to be there the whole time. And for whatever reason, um, we switched driving... You know, when you get out in the car and you switch yeah. positions and he went to kiss me. And I remember it was like slow-mo because I didn't want to. And he had the oh, big squishy did you Oh, did you give him the cheek? or? Oh, I think I kissed him. Oh, <laughs> you went, But was it really tight-lipped and just like, I'm not no, into this? No, it was this. really squishy and like... Oh, that's... I, did he like I, lick I, his I lips beforehand? Go for the tongue? I remember. Oh, but I do remember he, that. He was writing like, about it on the blog. She repressed that. that. That was back. She had to go that's, through th- years of therapy yes. to forget that. We just resurfaced that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Maybe I that's why so I'm not sorry. a dater. <laughs> so let's bring it back to movies. Mainly. So John Heater in this movie oh, sucked. Gone. Sucked. I oh, hate John God. Heater in general. I love him as Napoleon Dynamite, but that he is stuck in that role. Uh-huh. There is not one movie that he's been in since then where he's not done one of these, oh, really? type of things. He's I, in a Keanu phase. I, I feel like this one broke him out of that. I for think me. I, he wow. did, it's kept him in there, I think. He's very much a Keanu. Gilmore and I he'll need totally a Matrix. Movies. He'll need a Matrix to break him out of that. Oh, thing. yeah, he'll get a Matrix. He will. Yeah, can you imagine John Heater? John Heater, <laughs> Matrix 4. Ninja Cheerleader 2. Yeah. yeah. He could be coach. That's Red. him. 
Yeah. So speaking of Ninja Cheerleaders, let's get down to it. Uh, mind if I play the trailer? Play it. What do you want? Where is Hiroshi? Come on, sugar. Make it easy on yourself. Please. I hate to see a grown man cry. It's so humiliating. Have balls. Not yet. That was the trailer to Ninja Cheerleaders. And uh, what are you doing? Why are you balls. Why are you even here? I don't know. You um, Yeah, I actually like you here for support and taking over the show. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the movie. You wrote it. I did. So where did it all come from? Let's start at the beginning. Well, I think in independent film, when you're trying to to, to break out, you know, you're not going to get your Academy Award. $40 million picture for your first go. So for me as a writer, it became, well, what can I write that that I can do for a modest budget and get something done that will be marketable? And it kind of comes down to horror or comedy. And although I do have a nice horror, which is what we go into production next later in the year, I didn't want to cheapen my horror script, where I knew with Ninja Cheerleaders I could do it at a much more modest budget. So it just was a fun idea, you know? It's Ninja Cheerleaders. I mean, it's yeah. just a no-brainer. It's just fun. And, you know, the... The thing is, to make it fun and to make it funny. And I think we accomplished that with some great thespians. <laughs> How about yourself, Jenny? How did you get involved? Um, was there a casting notice put out? It was or? my agency sent me. It was last minute. Um, I think I was, he said, can you make it to this audition this morning in a couple hours? And usually you get the call the day before at least. And so I went in that day and I had just gotten the sides and um, read. And they asked me to come to the callbacks later that day. And... I went and it was kind of we were reading with all these different actors and just stayed for a couple hours and then a little bit of time on the casting couch and oh sick no David <laughs> oh, sorry no wonder you guys happen. are so good at setting up those cameras you have experience <laughs> it's funny though when you're auditioning because you definitely feel the chemistry with the other actors and that always ends up who you're cast with yeah. you, know, you feel it and I guess people see it so was yeah. it obvious to you just watching that yeah, these was, girls were above and beyond what the other it was obvious yeah we really lucked out with casting and it's extremely difficult to cast a, a SAG indie film because the pay isn't there for the actors or for anybody so generally you're dealing with the less experienced, less experienced actors and, and we spent a lot of time on casting on this and it is kind of funny that, that Jenny came in on the last day at the last minute, I assume for her kind of on a, well, okay, I'll go. And she walked in, she read, and, and me and the producers are like, yep, she's got it. And we kept her around, and we kept switching up. We reduced it down to about 20 actors, and we would just 
switch them around and see who had I the best chemistry. I think I read every character that day. Yeah, because <laughs> we knew we wanted Jenny, so we just kept her with other people. George Takei's role. I read that. <laughs> and now, com- coming from ninjutsu, was the transfer to acting hard for you? It was quite easy, actually, because, you know, I grew up doing jiu-jitsu. <laughs> um, how long have you been acting? Uh, I, people ask me that all the time, and I guess I took my first acting class in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I did my first play in eighth grade, and I, that's when I knew I loved it. What I play? Just, um, <laughs> Mission Possible. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Mission Impossible, Mission Possible. That's it's funny. Natasha. But um, what was the actual fighting hard for you to learn? Or I what loved did you, it. What did you do to put the actors through it? Uh, we ran through. Hell. We, we, yeah. had, we had a boot, <laughs> boot camp at 5, 6 in the morning. 6 in the morning in Venice. The first day, it was dark outside, and it was the windiest day in L.A., I think, since I've moved here. And there was sand everywhere. Pelting. It's part of your ninja training. Exactly. Awesome. exactly. It was fun, though, and we got to, uh, we did three weeks of training with a um, traditional Japanese swordman. And then the stunt choreographer, the cheer choreographer, and the dance and, choreographer. And we all one guy? Pole dancing. No, no, all different people. Okay. Oh, wow. Like, well, all one guy just cast him. Yeah, no. <laughs> we, we looked for one guy, wasn't available. That'd be, that's like the guy you get Rob Schneider to play. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? In all those movies, that's who Rob Schneider yes. ends it's up like playing. It's like Rob Schneider is. Cheerleader, ninja, pole dancer, <laughs> dance choreographer. Yeah. Um, but it was, did you, how hurt did you, was there any time that you actually got hurt on the set? Uh, not on, no, because we had. You did the hurting. That's right. Yes. They, I was sore girls. though every day of rehearsal. Yeah. And I work out a lot. I run a lot. But we were doing pole dancing and you're using muscles you're not usually using. And I was sore probably every day after but they did knock out a few stuntmen by accident. I actually gave someone, I think Maitland gave someone a fat lip, and I accidentally hit a guy on the forehead. And he, but they were really. Um, seems to be forgetting the whole incident. Oh, and I gave David a fat lip. Well, that was me. Never mind. That wasn't did you Maitland. Do a <laughs> I did a cameo where she hits me, and she really did hit me. But it was okay. Was it so was funny. five in the morning. We'd been shooting all night outside. It was like thirty degrees, and we were all in tank tops. And I was, my body was. Yeah. So, so this was not intentional then. I think it was intentional. I think Somewhat. it was her way of this Same. director has been screwing me a whole movie. I should be sleeping in. Here you yeah. go. <laughs> Busted his lip. You shooting to him eating? Look what? at this. Well, it's still, we have... He was nice enough to bring cheese bread. and bread and salami, and I am just indulging. She can pick. Do, 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 here, you want yeah. a big bread? bite right down on that whole thing. No, well, she has to eat from all that training. So, I actually did gain a lot of muscle. I was drinking Herbalife protein mm-hmm. shakes Ooh. the whole time, which are actually really good. And what has happened? How long did it take to shoot the film? Took four weeks to shoot. Mm-hmm. We've been in post for three weeks. And what, what's the, where is the movie now? Because we showed the trailer. You guys threw the trailer up. It came out of nowhere. I think uh, this creep actually linked it to me first. Well, it, uh, it, it, it was I don't even know what you were googling when that came up, <laughs> and I don't want to know. I lo- but thank I you. So is that I how you found out about the film? Is I found out from uh, from Creep Show too over here. Thank you. Uh, well, our our press was unplanned. You know, I was planning on spending a couple months in post, and then we'd go out to the studios with it. But George Takei, one of our actors, was on Howard Stern and was plugging it for a week, and uh, you know, our website blew up. The calls started coming in. So we had to kind of literally over one weekend rush a PR campaign, get the website up, get everything going, um, and then from there, just uh, it's blown up. I mean, we're we're only a few weeks in the post. And mm-hmm. Like th- th- we were talking on the phone, and I really think that this is the difference between what New Line tried to do for Snakes on a Plane and what you guys have organically. Right. You know, because you can't really fake a cult hit campaign. 
No. You, you can't really you can't really fake a, uh, a grassroots push. Right. It really has to start with some creep googling <laughs> cheerleaders and uh, then emailing his friend or texting his friend and then it just has to go word of mouth like that right. because we don't get these I feel like yeah. with, I feel like with snakes on a plane they put their ads in on billboards they put it in phone calls I got a phone call from they did the phone calls from, from Sam Jackson from right? Sam Jackson yeah yeah and uh, you, you can say anything they, they try to uh, a lot of our, um, inorganic inorganic ways to, to push it I think that really the, the the only way to do these things is to have people text each other, have people IM each yep. other, have people email each other, and and do it that way. And plus, it helps you put hot chicks in it. And Snakes on a Plane has the chick from ER. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like no, she's. I mean, at best, she would be a milf at this point. Oh. Right. Oh. I mean, come on, it's Juliana Margulies. Would you? I was done with her. Yes, of course. <laughs> I was. Done, I'm, beggars can't be choosers. But I was really. He's like Sam Jackson. Just, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I like mine black. Get all Spartan like my coffee. But um, uh, we. But. <laughs> uh, but what were we? Oh yeah, Juliana Margulies. I was done with her like after the second season of ER. Right. Oh, Is it true? Samuel Jackson didn't even read the script. He just heard that it was snakes on planes. Well, what that. did you do? That's what I heard. When you saw when you get Ninja Cheerleaders. <laughs> is it what you want to get as an actress? Did you have any reservations being like Ninja Cheerleaders? Are you kidding me? I had reservations because I didn't know. I hadn't read the script. Mm-hmm. And I think the original title. No, we don't even want to talk about it. Okay. What was it? Oh, oh, you, you have to tell You have to tell The girls were dancers. You were it's a one-woman show. I didn't know if there was... Right, well, hang on. Well, this will be, be good for your audience, because I've, I've been fighting <laughs> this. George McKay talked about it on Stern. We had to get a PG cut over the weekend from just the... We'll, 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 we'll go there for a second. Just being honest. Let's no, we'll be go honest. there for a second, no, because okay. I've, I've been fighting with our producers for this from, from day called, one. It's called Katana Dick. Can we talk about it? And then you guys can go to my MySpace. Go to my MySpace. Just look up David Presley. You know, I don't know, you find on search and MySpace. MySpace.com slash. Yeah, I'm in a mugshot. You can't miss me. Okay. Um, and then you just, guys can just message me and say you should should stay with the original title, which was Ninja Cheerleader Strippers. NCS. I had no clue what that stood for until I met with David and I said, what does NCS stand for? And he started laughing and said, oh, you don't know? Oh, so funny. This was after the audition. No. Oh, that's so good. Ninja Cheerleader Strippers. So what did I audition for? It. <laughs> I was I was bullied by everybody into changing it. Thank God that would see, get see? so many more that. people. Ninja that would that would put that would put that that I would buy multiple copies. I yeah, think. you see, you see, Ninja see, all they think about themselves strippers. and not you know. Hey, you got to think what, about what yourself. the movie is. What if it was exotic dancers? Exotic. Yeah, dancers. What, if, what if it was exotic dancers? As an actor, I don't want to they be doing are. something that sounds like a. You could you could have called it Ninja Cheerleaders paying their way through law school. <laughs> It's that a little long, but are they? Long. But uh, are they strippers? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's no nudity. Did you not watch the trailer, buddy? No. Graham, no, you saw the trailer. It, you know, it, Did you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's strippers. no nudity. There, there's no language. You know, it's just a fun, funny movie. But you know, which is the great. girls are in in great uh, kind of burlesque style lingerie, doing and their dances. Our research, are... we went to Forty Deuce a couple nights, which was awesome. I'd never been there. Have you guys ever been to Forty Deuce? No. No, you guys shot in the joint uh, around the corner from my place. Jumbo's. 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 <laughs> place too. He's laughing. We went to Jumbo's too for research. Yeah, we did a little research at Jumbo's. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. He's thinking right. about boobies. That's why he's laughing. <laughs> it's around the corner. Wait, who does? Are you uncomfortable? Who did? No, I'm great. 
I'm just wondering if I'm blocking you or not. So, uh, how did you get the other actors uh, attached? Somebody like George Takei? Uh, producers did that, mm-hmm. you know, through our casting agent, just the normal way. Sent the script out, so we'd love for you to do the part, and uh, you know, George wanted to do it. It was great. So let's um, talk a little bit about just the plot of the movie. I don't think we've talked about what the movie is actually about. What do these girls have to do? Well, it's a pretty simple story. They're three girls, freshman year at college, and the armpit of colleges around the world. They want to go to an Ivy League school, so in one day they have to cheer at the big game, do well on finals. It's the last day of school. Rescue their sensei, George Takei, who's been kidnapped by the mob. And get that all done by midnight so they can win the all-city strip-off for the final money they need to get to an Ivy League school and get out of their down-and-out town. All the while, you know, dodging their parents and the nosy cops and the mobsters and creepy coaches and every other oddball character. So it's a documentary. It's <laughs> that's, basically, it's a documentary. <laughs> that's basically how I got into Penn. Yeah. Stripping? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I went a little further. Well, oh, oh escort, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was I good. Thought, I was thought good. I recognized. I, I got addicted, and then I got, and then I went to Columbia. Addicted. All right. Okay, um, so let, let's talk a little bit of news. We, right. we can talk well, about these cheerleaders. All, all we, we could, want. we could till the cows come and, and we will. All right. And we will. Okay, I hope we will. Uh, because we're gonna hit comics, and I'll be like, "Is there gonna be a comic?" Uh-huh. Uh, we'll hit video games and say, "Is there gonna be a video game?" <laughs> but um, the news this week that is big for us geeks is that X-Files, a second movie, they rumor that it's coming out in 2008. Did you watch X-Files? I watched X-Files. I was a big X-Files fan Did as you see a the child. Movie? I saw the movie. I really liked them. I think this movie still pretty much holds up. If you were to watch it now, it would still be a pretty pretty cool movie, I think. Do you like X-Files? What do you think of X-Files? I haven't seen one frame of X-Files ever. Any kind and, of And I'm X-Files? telling you guys right now, there is a big gasp that just went out through the geek community. I hear you. I have not seen one frame of X-Files ever, you even when Robert it. Patrick was on Come it. Come on! Ah. You, X-Files? X-Files, anybody? Yes! I don't watch this my man. What, X-Files? TV or movie? Either or, because they're making a second movie. They're making a second movie. We just, uh, we just got, got the news. I got the, a tape over there uh, that I've saved for years. It says, best X-Files ever. What is on it? What, in your opinion, is the best X-Files? And you guys can go into the forums at geekscape.net and argue about it. But in your opinion, what is the best episode of X-Files? Well, for me, my favorite episode was when a utility worker sees a UFO and writes about it, and the men in black come, and Alex Trebek's one of the men oh, in black. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah. Was that the later seasons? Because yeah. I remember the first few seasons took themselves really seriously, but then the later seasons got like a little quirky. Yeah, this was like, extremely did you, did quirky. You, did you see the one? You guys have to see this one. If you haven't seen uh, this one, it's the episode where uh, Bruce Campbell guest stars. Have you seen this? You, you know, he was and, in the uh, running for the Bru- Robert Patrick character. For which one? It came down to him and Robert Patrick oh, really? for the replacement to David Duchovny. Really? Yeah. I'm still waiting on the Red Shoe Diaries movie, but... Duchovny, uh, <laughs> well, So is my middle school self. Yeah. But yeah, um, Bruce Campbell cameo. What happened? Red Shoe Diaries made me into a man. Um, I, <laughs> you're, you're not there yet, Lee. <laughs> Thank you. Um, hence is how much I watch it. I um, Bruce Campbell is the guest star in this, and he stars as like the devil or a demon who comes on onto the earth. And onto the earth, he's like the, the X Files hear about some like weird demon baby uh-huh. or something. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, do you remember yeah. that one? Yeah. And for some reason, whenever anyone was a demon and they were driving, they listened to uh, what did they they listened to. I'm only happy when it rains by Garbage. Yeah. Do you remember that? That, that was good. That's but because <laughs> you are not a demon. I'm only 
Right. You have to be. It's because the radio played it so many times. Yeah. Sorry, there's a lot of those. No, no, I like it. Garbage is good. It's a, fit, it's a fitting name for a band. Yeah. Uh, so, that's just my personal opinion. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, but I would Can be I... stoked, though, because, I mean, what the hell has David Coveney been doing since then? No, he's in this uh, upcoming comedy that I'm not going to see. Oh, good. Uh, also, another series that is on its last legs but may have some new life soon is Stargate. Oh, okay. There's a new Stargate series okay. that they're talking about. That's mine. I haven't seen a frame. Um, yeah. I only saw the Stargate movie. I but, didn't, uh, didn't want to. Executive producer Robert C. Cooper uh, talked about a next series. And um, how many of you out there actually care? I think a bunch of them are raising their hands, actually, yeah. at their computers, just sitting there with Cheetos <laughs> in one hand and the other, just kind of... Because we really... I mean, there is a lot of uh, Stargate fan base, I think. I just haven't gotten into it. It's like Babylon 5. I love that you're just eating like a pregnant woman. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm eating for two. Um, but no, it's like really, it's good. I'm taking this away from I know a lot of people do like Stargate. You guys ever okay. see Stargate? Here you go, Jenny. Okay, I'll take it. No, I, I haven't. I love the movie. I think yeah. the movie was phenomenal. But uh, I think it just yeah, got a TV clouded. show. Uh, do you guys? I'm too lowbrow. Go for it. When I was, go for oh, it. No. Go ahead. Do you guys watch FearNet? No, wait, what is it? What is that? It's, it's, it was launched five months ago by Sony, Lionsgate, and Comcast. And it's the number one downloaded multi-platform uh, site for horror thriller movies. No, what is it? And what? I just finished, um, a, let's say short film, but we're going to uh-huh. do it in seven episodes called The Devil's Trade. It'll be airing June 7th on Fearnet. Well, that's actually cool. Nice. It, but this is all fiction stuff? Yeah, and it's um, being produced by Ghost House, Sam Raimi. Yeah, Sam Raimi's company. You know that this is the number one site for downloading Geekscape episodes. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, stupid joke. I got <laughs> that. Uh, got him there. Yeah. Are you comfortable? I'm going to ask you this. Are you comfortable reading uh, talking about comic books? Right now? Briefly. Well, what about the... Uh, I don't really want to talk about stuff. Spider-Man I for do. the International Show. I do. Really we've seen why, seven. Why, why you seven. Why are you talking about this mainstream stuff? Yeah, we, I we, went to we, the, we, I, When I got out of the I was going to grab my... Few of my comics, but the yeah. cameras are blocking them right now. So let's talk about your comics anyway. So we're, we're moving into comics. Yeah, the Spider-Man Three International trailer is good, just, buddy, me, but it shows just, way too much. Yeah, it does. It really does show a lot, doesn't it? And it makes it seem like Venom is actually spoiler more. Alert? No, spoiler, spoiler alert. Got it. It makes it seem like Venom really is like the main, uh, the main bad guy. Like it completely. It doesn't show like almost any Goblin, any uh, any Sandman. It just seems like it's going to be mostly mostly Venom. Who's like my least favorite? Spider-Man I'm so out of the loop. But he's Venom. cool looking. He's cool as a... Spider-Man's... I'm out of the loop. I'm out of the loop! That's why I'm asking. Hence is my relationship with most women. You're hot love They're like, she's okay. Well, she doesn't know who Venom is. I thought she was like the best, but now I don't know. I wouldn't care about a better I know you want to move on, but I just want to... It's so just Venom. Just the last little part of the trailer where... You see, his you name's see Peter Parker. Yeah, well, yeah. Spider see, Man. Yeah, when you say sp- when you see Spider Man, but you see half Peter, like you know, his mask is half. He torn always off has to have his is. face torn. Off. It's like mask torn off at the end of the movie. Half torn off. Always. Always. It's good. I even had a toy with just half. You Get on with it, so we can okay. move off of this. But anyways, um, there's this part where he's just looking around. He's all scared, and then we've got Venom. Like you know, it's like Ven- Venom. What is wrong with you? Shut up. Venom is in the uh, in the room, and then all of a sudden, Venom just comes and he grabs him by the face, and he lifts him up. And if you see a bunch of like stills or posters or anything that I've seen, and so many uh, of those things I've seen, it's like Venom holding Spidey by the face because he's just like, this is how much bigger I am than you. This is how cool it is. And in so 
in that respect, I think that they might do Venom a lot of as much justice as they can for so the that character. Was the trailer that it is. for the audio listeners. So thank you for that. I think it'd be good. You can edit all that out, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see Jay a robot over here. Uh, let's talk comics. Okay. David, what do you? What What are these indie Ark of the Covenant hidden books? Oh, that you're not Ark of the Covenant. Just a little more creative. I mean, like uh, my my one of my favorites is Sam Slade Robo Hunter. Mm-hmm. Ever heard of it? Anyone? Sam Slade Robo Hunter. Who published oh, yeah. it? I don't know. One of these indie <laughs> houses. Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It. What's it about? Sam Slade. He's a robot hunter. <laughs> is that like Magnus Robot Fighter, or like? Well, the these Iron are older. Movie? I mean, obviously Sam Slade isn't published anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. this is probably twenty years old. But you know, it's the fun. I mean, the, the most mainstream comic book I ever bought and read regularly was was The Watchmen. Right. And that's about as mainstream as I ever went. Which Zack Snyder's making into the movie? Yeah, exactly. And are you looking forward to that, or are you? If they don't screw it up, you know, I think that's part of the problem with, uh, with you know the, the transformation of comic books into feature film is they rarely get it right. Right. I mean, the first Batmans were just atrocious. The the latest Batman, phenomenal. Right. That's what Batman should be. People really hold that first Batman in high regard, the first Tim Burton. And I feel like the movie should have just been named The Joker. Yeah. You know, because he really tears up the whole script and the whole movie. You watch it really for him. And Bruce Wayne's probably the least interesting part of the whole movie. I agree. And uh, so if you had the chance, if if somebody sees the film and says... Let's give this guy a comic book script because really, what you guys are making is sort of a comic book in itself. Exactly. Um, what would be some of the ones that you would be most attractive to? Attractive to? Attracted to? Oh, yeah, that's just what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting uncomfortable here. <laughs> that's that's an, an easy, for me. It's an easy easy answer. Yeah. But, but before I answer, I, I would just say this: that to me, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's a storyteller's job to bring something to the story. Right. So if they wanted to give me Batman 7 or Superman 14, it wouldn't matter <laughs> as long as I had the freedom to bring something to that and make it something. You know, that being said... Uh, Nicholas Cage. That being said, I want to be doing Speed Racer, you know, in a year. So Like the Rakowskis are doing. Yeah. The, 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 the rumor is that they've got Emil Hirsch as I love him. Speed. Racer. Yeah, but... Is his but name Speed? But it's, it's, all, it's all rumors because right, that, all that rumors. movie... Has been greenlit and trashed and greenlit and trashed and greenlit and trashed about twelve times in the last twelve years. Um, just just like another movie I, I'd love to do, Ender's Game. Oh, yeah. Same thing. It's been up and down and up and down and up and down. And, and who really knows if it Scott actually is going to do it? Yeah, or it's just, it keeps going, and who knows whatever's going to happen. I actually had one of our listeners. Uh, we talked about Ender's Game, and one of our listeners, Martin Sherum in, in Canada, you, uh, I ended me and said, "Thank you so much for re- for recommending Ender's Game." And if you guys haven't read it, definitely do it. But on the subject of Speed Racer, uh, let's cast it. What would you... Chim Chim. <laughs> CGI. CGI. You'd do CGI for the chimp? You yeah. wouldn't have like a trainer? I think you'd have to, yeah. Just to get it in the trunk? Well, no, just for the comics. I mean... <laughs> like every episode of Speed Racer... It's funny. Chim Chim yeah. ends up in the trunk. Yeah, it does, doesn't matter if it ends up in the trunk. It's just if you want to have some comedy with it and be able to actually... Tell a little bit of a story with a chimp. I think you're going to need the CGI. And, and he's got to wear overalls and a hat. Or was yeah. that the brother? No, it's Chim Chim wore overalls and a hat. I'm not a big Speed Racer fan. Okay, who do you see playing Racer X? Well, Racer X almost doesn't matter. I mean, it would be a voiceover because he's masked all the time. And I mean, mm-hmm. a Brad Pitt, you want a really recognizable voice. Okay. Who's the actual, actual actor on set doesn't matter. You know, it's going to be a voiceover. Okay, Speed? Johnny Depp. Their dad? Oh, that's a good one. And I don't know that. 
Anthony Hopkins. You think? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just throwing stuff out. I would actually make them all Japanese. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the Speed Racer movie. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not that interested in that. I'm really looking forward to the Madman movie that they're rumored to be doing at Troublemaker Studios. Because he yeah, was my guy. rumors. Yeah. And, and uh, another one I'd want to do, uh, Halo. That's Graham. Graham is clapping. Graham actually had sex with his Halo uh, last <laughs> night. Twice. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> explain how that works. Uh, 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 wait, wait, in all honesty, Graham, um, did you pre-order Halo 3? No. No. Okay. But who would you cast? Let, let, who would you cast would Gra- in Halo? Halo. Let's get on, get on. Get on. But Halo is the same thing. Graham did, Graham did not have sex with Halo. That's interesting. It doesn't even make sense. But uh, Master Chief, you don't you never, see You never him. see any of their faces, but if it's a voice but cast... No, you see the Marines' faces. Yeah. So the Marines' faces, you want to get, you know, recognizable... It's recognizable actors. voice yeah. actors, like, but but for the the lead for the Master Chief, you never see him. So same thing, you know, cast a Brad Pitt, cast a whoever has the most recognizable voice. Hugo Weaving, who Hugo that dude Hugo Weaving who plays Elrond, he's in every voiceover. No, he's just everything. Already. He's in everything. Uh, he's supposedly doing Megatron in Transformers, and the thing with that guy, he always looks on camera like he's smelling something really bad, <laughs> like in the Matrix <laughs> movies and in Lord of the Rings, he's always like this. Because he's disgusted with his surroundings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Conscious choice by the actor. (laughs) Um, So the Halo movie. That would be one of your top dogs. Yeah. I I think it would almost be better as a, like, big budget miniseries on HBO. No. You don't think so? No. Like Preacher? I don't know, because I I think there's too much to try to cram into one or, you know, I'm sure they do sequels. I got a better idea. I I actually... (laughs) I actually pitched this to Microsoft, uh-huh. which was to do a Halo movie um, and then come out with monthly uh, Halo webisodes that continue between the next feature. Mm-hmm. And then put up the next and feature. And then put up the next feature. I think webisodes are going to be the next big... I, I, so I, do we. That's what, for, for the horror <laughs> film I'm doing later in the year, that's it's what we're fun. doing. We're, we're starting with a series of webisodes. Mm-hmm. The film comes out. Next series of the webisodes. Next film comes out. Comic book, video game. And Would that's you think about thing. doing that with this franchise, Ninja? Ninja um, we don't know. I mean, that's we're, we're in negotiations with with three studios now, and all three studios are saying the same thing. Right. And you're on sequel, sequel, sequel. Fear. Comic book. Fearnet.com, June seventh, The Devil's Trade, and it will be webisodes. It'll be seven. Yeah. Seven episodes. I, I'm always talking to people about uh, like, how do you even rate Nielsen's when everybody's time delaying the programming? Everybody's got TiVo. Everybody's got the DVDs. Yeah, uh, I, I you know, think, everything's turning into when yeah, you, Nielsen's like a la carte, you know? Everything's turning into a la carte. Webisodes is how everything's going to be. Yeah, right? Nielsen's are done. People just don't want to watch television anymore. No. Yeah, you come well, they don't want to do it when they want to do it. Yeah, but, but the, the, just the data, work, data time of, of human civilization. I mean, you take our website, for example, when we were on Howard Stern compared to when we were on Andy Dick's show. Um, we can track this. You know, we got a, on my laptop with a wireless card. I just sit there and track the hits and where the hits are coming from, and how they're getting there, and get so much data, you mm-hmm. can really start seeing well what works, what work doesn't work, and I think that's the key for me as a storyteller. With like Ninja Chitlers Two, even would be a good example. Let's say we sign a deal with Sony next week, and they're going to release this picture, and they want to go next year into Ninja Chitlers Two. Well, why don't we do a, a couple webisodes in between and make each webisode a little bit different? And now we can actually gauge what the market wants to see. In the well, they'd like this style of fighting better than this style. Or they wanted more 
strict routines or more cheer routines or they love this character or they didn't like that character. We'll go out on a limb you, and you say can start, they don't care about the cheer routines so much. Uh, we, <laughs> we like the stripping I, I would say you got to wait and see them. you got to wait and see it, buddy. Pretty sexy six uh, routines there with the cheering. So, Gilmore, get back over here. We're going to talk about Box Office Poison, our indie mm-hmm. book. Um, Are you kidding me? Because I you gotta get up, buddy. Oh, okay. Get I up. would love to. Okay. Graham was slowly right. not getting up. Uh, but let, let's let's wrap up comics real quick. All right, what were you throwing out real fast? Box office poison. It's like this thick. I had my card and bring it. Um, it's a great book. It's basically about. Uh, I would really highly recommend this. It's kind of a, it's kind of a trek. It kind of takes a little while because mm-hmm. it's this thick and it actually feels like it's. This they read thick. blankets. They can it's read a, this. Oh, it's about. It's like twice as thick as blankets okay. almost. it's like it's about twice What's as thick it but it's uh it has sort of the same feel as blankets it's a book that is about uh, about four people one guy is a guy who's really unhappy with his job works at a bookstore and uh, just got out of college with his best friend who's a cartoonist they move in with two people one of them is a cartoonist who's a cute asian girl and then the other guy's this big jesus looking guy and uh, basically it's just about them and their lives and they're going in and out of relationships and uh, I know it wouldn't really grab me if someone described it to me. But what's the strength? The art, the writing. The strength is the art and the writing. The writing is so good. This writer has so much to say. He has so many conversations pent up in his head that he's had throughout his life. They're so good. You you know those indie movies like that try to be really kind of clever, like uh, like Running with Scissors or yeah. any of these say. or any of these. <laughs> and they're just not very. They're just not very sincere. Yeah, and the, yeah, they're not very sincere. They come off very. They come off very trite. And very like, oh, that's kind of cheesy. But you know those good moments in in those indie movies where you're like, wow, that's exactly what that's, that's like in real life. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's like this is what I'm looking for. This is a good piece of that's very relatable. That's Perfect. the entire box that, office poison. That's what box office poison is the entire time. It's really great. It doesn't get old, and it also revolves around the comic book industry and uh, the evils of the comic book industry, and about a writer who writes a uh, a character that's a lot like Batman and then gets screwed by his publisher. Uh, so that's Box Office Poison. Pick it up. I think the big news in video games, and the only thing really to talk about, is the Grand Theft Auto 4 trailer. Are you a big GTA player? I am. Did you see the Grand Theft Auto 4 trailer? I didn't. It, uh, it takes place in 2007, it looks like. All the cars look modern. Uh, but you have like an Eastern European type character walking his way. Uh, he's, he, he's making his way into Liberty City. There's a lot of ships, a lot of boats in the trailer. And it is Liberty City. You can see it on the uh, billboards. And cool. uh, that answers a lot of questions as to the setting. All right. But the rumor is... Could you do boats in the other games? You yeah. could, but... Not, uh, not but, too fun. But not, not a lot. Fun. No? You couldn't really swim until the last game. Yeah. And uh, the rumor is that Liberty City won't be the only city in the game, but you'll actually be able to traverse by plane like or flag? by boat. No, you hijack these planes? The, 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 yeah, but you can do that in three. The other ones. You can do it in three... But now, if it's not just Liberty City, you, but you can also go to Vice City. Yeah, but you can Vice do that in three. That's cool. In three, there is that one moment where you <laughs> no, go to the Liberty City. What do you mean? No, in three, there, there were different cities. You get in the plane, you fly right. across different cities. In San Andreas. Yeah. In San Andreas, there's actually a part where you go to Liberty City yeah. for that short yeah. moment. No, no, but there's other... You weren't... In, in San Andreas, you could go to yeah. different parts. You were like, in three like different LA, Vegas, uh, Vegas, and and the, and the Bay, San, San Francisco. Oh, you gotta, yeah. you're gonna love these games. These games are amazing. I haven't played since Sonic, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. That's Sonic awesome. Sonic the Hedgehog is amazing. Did you have a song? 
Did I have a song? What was your favorite stage song everybody's got? Oh, one. I don't remember. Because oh, you play those games so much that when you go to sleep at night, you think that you forgot that the thing is still on because you can still hear the music. What was yours? Uh, the first stage. It's the first stage. Oh, you know what? The startup music. The startup music. In the background. Grand Theft Auto is if you like beating up, you like beating up whores and killing random people. Yeah. I remember when I first came out. If that's what you're into, that's what you're. It's not a game for you. It's not a game. It's a dream. It's a goal. Mike Tyson's punch out is excellent. Never beat. Never beat it. I was always too you scared. Never beat it? I was always too. You just scared. had to put was, in like his. He social... was pretty scary. He was like lightning. You just had to put in what? You had to put in like the code, and you're at Mike. Oh well, see, I didn't cheat, <laughs> so I actually like to BJ. play video games. BJ, I know. Tell me. No, 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 no. Okay, BJ taught you, but you still did it. Yeah. I like to play video games, hence I never actually beat it as a wee lad. Yeah. But my favorite song was the was that do do. You don't remember that song? Well, are you, are you talking right. about I'm still talking about The Legend of Zelda. That was probably oh the That's the best video game song of it's all time. Ever. It's so... Oh my god. That makes me feel like I'm going on a journey. Like I'm going on... You are a, going on a journey. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm going on an you epic quest that I will... You're not... I mean, I see the Xbox 360. What are you playing? Right now, well, I mean, like, what's the Halo? Big for you? Yeah, okay. Halo, Halo and some Halo, and then you add more Halo to the mix. And add some Halo. No, and you know, I, I like the Clancy, the the first person shooters. Mm-hmm. I think they're great. What's the best one uh, away from Halo? What's the best one in that Splinter Cell, Tom Clancy type? Splinter Cell is not really for me. Um, you know, I like the new one, Rainbow Six Vegas, was pretty mm-hmm. good. And you beat the whole thing way through. Oh, yeah. Now, are you on Xbox Live with all these things? So maybe some of the listeners can try and I'm go not. I mean, you know, I, I haven't. I just... The thing with me is I'm so busy with films that I come home, I play for half an hour, and I go to sleep. Oh, okay. It's just a little kind of relaxed at the end of the day. But, you know, something you like... got one of those? Something like Halo... Uh, yeah, you can't find one that can beat me. Oh! Oh! That'll be YouTube for later. You, you can ask when I met one of our cameramen, Brent. Here was on a, on a film in Maine, oh. and and they were big into Halo, and it was him and, and a bunch of these other young PAs thinking they they could take the old guy, but uh, they couldn't. You know, I I schooled them all. Graham, are you willing to go the challenge? That's so and David, are you willing to go the Graham challenge? <laughs> it, it's not much of a challenge, you know. Oh, I mean, damn! I I stand by my record. Wow. So, 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 while we wrap this up, and the trash is being taught, it's all being talked here. Uh, oh, you know, Graham, Graham, you are not in uh, any of this, although I have seen him do Halo, and he rips it up. Graham is, all, Graham is the best player I know, uh, up till I see you play. But David is actually in the Guinness Book of World Records in He's 1986. He's a decorated video player. Uh, what was the game? Uh, yeah, like, you guys can see the text. Uh, what was the game, and tell me the story behind being a world record holder in a video game. Well, it's Time Pilot 84, and it was back in 84, 85. And my first job when I was 12 years old was running the arcade. That's what was my first job. And oh, that's so awesome. So got good at the video games, and uh, there was a contest in California I came out to and then placed in, which got me on the U.S. video game team. Was Fred Savage your brother? Y- yeah. No. <laughs> was the wizard based on your life? No. And I know it's kind of hard to believe, but there was, for a couple of years, a U.S. video game team, and, uh-huh. and we got to fly all over. Oh, the wow. I think that our audience loves you. You, not so much. You, no, we're kidding. They love you. They love you, uh, Sonic. Uh, But but this is this is some street cred that you're getting right here. So I'm 15, 
the, the contest is in Vancouver, Canada, and uh, my dad gives me a credit card, and they stick me on a plane, and I'm on my own. I'm the youngest person on the team. We show up there the now, first Billy night. Billy Campbell from King of Kong is Mitchell. on the team. Yeah. Billy yeah. Mitchell. Billy Mitchell. Yeah, Billy Mitchell, yeah. And we show up there yeah. first night. The, there's this pretty rich guy who owns most of the arcades in Vancouver. I need you to walk on my back. No, he, he, <laughs> he takes us all out to this restaurant, and he had this young girlfriend who kind of took a liking to me because I was the youngest person there. And we'll the, see her first. <laughs> we'll get to that okay, later sorry. in the story. Oh, and nice, uh, nice. we're at a restaurant, and she orders a, a white Russian. And I said, what's that? And she goes, oh, I'll get you one. And I'm 15. She orders me a white Russian, and I start sipping it. And she goes, no, like this. And she slams it. Wow. So oh, I start God. slamming. And the rest of the night was just like that. We we were at the, like, you know, four-star Hilton Hotel. And he we did got, this. That was the he Canadian did this drunk. He did this drunk. And they and they threw us out of the hotel the first night. So next night, we, we get stuck in kind of a lower-class hotel. We lasted there two nights because, you know, it's all young, rambunctious yeah. teenagers. And then they threw us out of there. And then eventually we wound up in one of these seedy motels. And we almost made it through the whole week there. But the last night they threw us out and blacklisted us. And we had to sleep on the uh, arcade floor for our last night. What's great oh, is that yeah. um, people like Popeye and uh, in, in, what's the guy in Vegas who who killed a bunch of people during the NBA? He, he uh, had some people shot during the NBA All-Star game. Like NBA, like with pro football players, pro basketball players don't get kicked out of hotel rooms. With the speed that you guys did as a bunch of teenage video game players. <laughs> yes, that is correct. That's, what, that's the point I'm trying to make. That's the point I'm trying to make. And, Popeye and, Jones. And you, were, and you know, we all picked up local girls and... Uh, when you were 15? Yeah. You know, I didn't... I, you know, come on, I didn't have sex, the but you know, the first time I, I did anything with a girl was uh, in the back office did behind the arcade. Did you say I'm with the uh, U.S. video oh. game <laughs> 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 Yeah! Now no, 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 right no, off. Right? But, but I will say when I got back, I got back and was starting high school... And I get back having now one and going to be in a Guinness Book World Records thinking, yeah, chicks are going to dig this. <laughs> and let me just say, not so much. <laughs> Welcome awesome. to not, my everyday. Not so much. The, uh, uh, except Gilmore doesn't have I, I come back That's from true. the summer. Except sans records. Got, got my new parachute pants on. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I got those yeah. nice. Are there yeah. any pictures oh, of these? Yeah, I'm sure there's pictures. And I, I got my Guinness Book World Records thinking, you know, chicks and the cheerleaders in school are going to dig me. Wow. Yeah, no. Not, wow. not so much. Well, um, thank you for sharing that story. We actually have uh, some style on our own website. Uh, people in the threads, in the forums, at Geekscape.net have started a t-shirt thread to start designing uh, our t-shirt, our official t-shirt. Uh, it was started by one of our users. His name is, check this out, Frylock54. Uh, he started the, the thread and threw up a couple of examples of his own work. Uh, there's a couple really great t-shirt designs by Sexy Pistols, Sexy Pixels, Sexy Pixels. You know that guy? Uh, He's a good guy. Of. Yeah, seems like a good guy. And uh, Sloppy Bunny, they they're they're Sloppy uh, Bunny's a good guy. They're throwing together some really good designs. If you guys are really good with Photoshop, artists, whatever, who knows? You might be able to design the next Geekscape shirt. Go on Geekscape.net and sign up for the forum. Submit some news, make some friends, and submit some T-shirt designs. As always, check out NetRiver.net. Type in the promotional code Gilmore. You get ten percent off your hosting plan. And they're very nice. They're very happy with the way that we are performing for them. I'd like to say, too, I cannot wait for this movie to come out. The trailer is awesome. Uh, we would love to push push it in our new magazine section. We'd love to push the uh, the, the movie. And we're excited to see it come out. You know? Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. Three <laughs> studios, huh? One of them wins. Just put them in a cage together with weapons. That's what our, our, our agent wants to do. I was not for that. <laughs> But, so, but no. yeah, he thinks we yeah, have put them all you're, together, you're a lover, not a see what happens, you know. But the movie's going to come out. This summer, yeah. 
And uh, yeah, we'll all be there, especially after that video cool. game story. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing with our listeners. Oh. Uh, and with me too. I watched the trailer and I'm like, oh, three hot girls. George Takei! <laughs> wow! It's so, yeah. and that, I mean, I had a complaint at Wizard World that I was interviewing people while there were hot so chicks weird. in the background. And I'm like, yeah, but this is that's the know. only place where that yeah, woman was that's the only ignored. place that the only place go I love how I love how um how Mark Singer, uh, the Beastmaster himself, he From had v? Yeah, yeah, he had Great. all these people around him. And then you walk by one of the Playboy playmates just alone, just sitting there so, with all her pictures. Just as much as I appreciate your out. hard work in the film. Well, that's fine. George K is a legend. And one day you will become He's a legend awesome. as well, as long as you continue your sword mastery. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to this movie. It's fun. You're going to enjoy it. So, thanks for thanks, checking guys. us out. Uh, next week we got a review of Grindhouse, and I'm joined by some oh, Grindhouse experts. And uh, you're invited, Gilmore, but <laughs> damn you and your ability to take over the show. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys Bye. so much. Bye. Thank you. Ninja Have a good one.